Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm speaking with Mathilde Kien, who helps beginners to learn French online the fun and easy way. In this episode, we look at the evolution of Mathilde's business. I've had the absolute pleasure of working with Mathilde in my online programs, and we dig into some of the results that she's had. Mathilde is the host of the French Made Easy podcast, which has been ranked in Apple's top three French learning podcasts in Australia. Incredible. Mathilde has seen more clarity in her business. She's increased her revenue. She's welcomed 200 students to her online courses, has grown her email list to 8,000 subscribers, and her podcast has reached almost 1 million downloads. Not only has Mathilde grown her business, thanks to some of the learnings in my program, The Modern Marketing Collective, but she says she's also found a community. In this episode, you'll hear Mathilde share some of those biggest learnings, the strategies that she's using to grow her business and what she wished she'd known at the start. Without further ado, let's welcome Mathilde Kien to the podcast. Well, Mathilde, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. So happy to be here. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, you are just amazing, doing so many amazing things. Would you like to introduce yourself? How do you like introduce yourself? You, you're just an absolute legend. Give it a go. What, what exactly do you spend your days doing? Thank you, Emily. So I am a French teacher and I teach French to beginners through my online courses and also my podcast, French Made Easy. I really try to simplify French learning for beginners and I really try to make it like as simple and as fun as possible yeah because you know yeah French can be a bit difficult to learn so I really try to make it easy it really can be I don't know if I said this to you before but I did French at school and then I went on uh placement you know exchanges yeah yeah you did that's amazing in France Dijon is nice months there oh and that was the best thing just and then I came back and I could speak a bit fluently oh my Um, god we can do the uh, interview well. in French if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but this was like probably 15 years ago. So oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I need to get back into it. It's it's really fun being able to speak another language. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's start off with what, what brought you to Australia? Because it sounds as though you, you don't... I'm not Australian. <laughs> I think when I was about 20, actually when I was 20, I finished my studies and I wanted to just, you know go overseas and be in an exotic country. <laughs> so um, I decided to come to Australia out of, I had no family here. I just decided to come here. Yeah, I just really liked Melbourne, to be honest. I found a job and I decided to stay when I met my husband. So, 
you know, that's usually how things go, right? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't, didn't, like I went back to France for holidays, but I actually decided to stay here. And uh, then we, you know, had a little baby, now a toddler. And uh, yeah, now my life is here in Melbourne and I love it. And what was the job that you originally got? What type of work were you doing? Oh, I was actually nothing to do with French. I was actually in optical, selling glasses and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I have an optical degree as well. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> See, I learn something every day. Hey, yeah, I know. So that's what I was doing, but didn't really light me up, really. So, you know, I stopped at some point. Look, what was that transition then? Was that when you were on leave with your bub that you started the new direction? How do you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's what I see a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you have the time. Well, tell me, mate, because I haven't been through it myself. And hopefully I've I think this is the thing that I want to do for a long time. But, you know, a lot of our members, it's they they have started their business on that on that maternity leave. Yeah. What happened is I things didn't go too well with the other job, to be honest. Um, So I stopped and I was like thinking about finding another job. And so I was pregnant at the time, right? Then I was like, oh, I'm just going to start teaching French. So I started to teach French, but one-on-one, like with people face-to-face, like uh, not online, right? And then I was like, oh, why don't I start, you know, teaching online? So I did. I went into some platforms and started giving lessons one-on-one online to people like, you know, from all over the world. So that was amazing. Yeah, so that was great to connect with so many different people and like creating my lessons, my own lessons and then teaching them. So that was amazing. But I got booked out very quickly and I didn't really want to raise my prices at the time. So I was like, oh, how can I do that? How can I? Yeah. How can you grow the business? It's a point that a lot of us get into as well. It's like, right, well, I'm booked out with clients. How can I grow this? Because I don't have any more time. I'm pretty happy with the price point here. I think it's what the market pays. So what's next? Yeah, that's right. And at the time I was actually giving a lesson one-on-one, like online. It wasn't my business. It wasn't a, a an actual business. It was just me teaching on some other platforms, right? But then that was the time where I was like, I'm pregnant. Like I was heavily pregnant. I knew that I wasn't going to have that time after when the baby's born. I wouldn't be able to do 40 hours of, you know, lesson with a newborn because I wanted to be there for the first year. I mean, forever, but you know what I mean? Like be with the baby (laughs) the first year. And I really, that's when I really started thinking about, okay, I can make this a business, like my own business. So that's when it started. Fab. And why did you decide to then look for something to, to help you grow? Yeah, so I think I joined the collective maybe about maybe four months ago, something four or five. I don't know. Maybe I'm not too sure exactly. Um, maybe four months ago. I think at that stage, I already had a course, like a pronunciation, French pronunciation course. And I really did it myself and created the business myself. And I didn't really have any mentor helping me with it. So I, it was a bit messy. <laughs> and at the time, I was really looking for a mentor, really. I don't know. I was like, I think you you were on my radar for a little bit, for a while, but not really. <laughs> I, I've never really seen you before. You know, I was looking for a few months. I was actually looking for a mentor to help me with my business. And then I found you and I was like, oh, I like her. 
I love the way <laughs> I was like, oh, I really like her. I love the way you were selling. That was really what attracted me to buy, like to actually join the, the collective. Just like an easy, non-pushy, feminine way of mm. selling. So that's mm. really when... This is what I love <laughs> to teach too. So yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So that was so perfect. When I found you, I was like, oh, I found my, mount- my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> so Yay. Yeah. So I think at the, yeah, at the time where I found you, um, it, was a bit of, it was a bit of a messy business, right? Cool. So let's wind forward to what the business looks like now and then let's fill in the gaps in some of those key ways so that for the listeners can can see kind of those great moves that you made, those great learnings, those great things that you implemented to, to help you grow. So the business now, tell us kind of a few of those awesome stats. And if you don't, I will, because I know that you're very, very modest, but give it a go. <laughs> okay. So... I think the main thing is I've been focusing on like creating, well, for people to find my business, I needed to create content, right? For people to find me and find my product and to buy my product. So I started my podcast and weirdly, it's been growing very fast. And I love how it's probably as women, we're like, I don't know how, just some weird, whereas other (laughs) Maybe men would be like, so now it's in the top 10 podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, that's, I don't know how it's happening, but it's like, dude, it's happening because it's really, really good. <laughs> Weirdly. No. It's, Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, well, I wasn't expecting like people to actually really love my lessons that much. And that's, that's amazing. So it, I think it was a couple of weeks ago and the podcast was top three um, best French learning podcast in um, Australia. So I was very, very happy about it. So um, that's what I've been doing. I've really been focusing on like creating consistently, right? So every week creating a lesson on the podcast. So the little bite-sized 10 minutes or less sometimes lesson, but really like to give the listeners a quick win. And then from this, <laughs> I send them to my email list. So I have a little free, like a free little download for each podcast episode. And then they go on my website and they can just um, sign up. And that's how I grow my email list as well. So good, Matilde. So good. And the podcast, so that's had almost uh, a million downloads. Like ridiculous. I know. It's crazy. It's only been like a year and maybe a year and not even a year and a half. So I'm really, really um, excited about it. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, congratulations. Your email list is, went from last year to this year? Couple hundreds, maybe like 100 or 200. And now I think I'm up to maybe 8,500, something like that. So it's, it's, 8,000 people. It's like, you know, 8,000 people. I can't, I don't even know what that looks like in a room. I know. (laughs) You wouldn't fit them in the room, that's why. No, and I'm really trying to, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I've got, yeah. a, I think I've got an amazing community. So, yeah, yes. this is so nice. And then, like, the results into your business from this growth with your audience is then with your student numbers as well. You have seen it um, translate. What kind of numbers are there with your students as well from, from last year to now? Yeah, exactly. So, well, last year because I had a very tiny email list, right? I was, I had maybe a couple, you know, sales. And now I've got maybe about 200 
actual students, like um, paying <laughs> paying students. Paying um, students. One ninety nine, <laughs> to be precise. I know we're like. I reckon by the time this episode comes out, you'll have the one at least one more. One will more. be two hundred. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> so really, growing the email list has been growing my sales, but also like all of that organically. That's what's been amazing with the podcast is all of that is organic. I'm not paying for exactly marketing, basically. So you're not even doing ads, really. So that that's awesome. I started last week, but. Yeah, that's good. That's that's not that's not what's been growing the business. So that's so really fun. been amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I do see a lot of people maybe go to ads too fast before they actually have found a message that resonates with the audience, content that is really compelling and drives people to take the action, like becoming a lead in your business, like become going on email list, and then an offer that converts. So you've managed to do all of these things and now you can add on the paid ads because you know that you've got really those core elements in your business, your marketing and sales strategy that are ready to scale. So it's like such an exciting point. And I just want to congratulate you. And I hope everyone listening is just like absolutely stoked for you. Oh my God, thank you. Let's go back a little bit. I know before we started recording, we were just discussing what were some of those like really great learnings for you. And one of them you mentioned was doing the work on your vision. That's where we start in the collective. Why was that important for you? So, well, that's simple. I had no vision. <laughs> I, I couldn't see more than, you know, a month further. So when I started doing this, I printed the workbook and I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. And it really helps with like thinking what your business is going to be, let's just say in five years, right? It really helps you to rethink your product. So, okay, what am I selling? Why am I selling it? Who am I selling it to as well? That really helped. Before I worked on the vision, I I had none. So I really didn't know what my business was going to be in the next few months, the next few years. And it really helped me knowing what product to sell, why I'm selling those products, who I'm selling those products to, how many products I need to sell per month to actually be profitable as well. Isn't that good, Mathilde? And this is what I love, like, people to understand, like, to know their numbers and what they're, like, shooting for because we have financial goals and some some of us actually haven't got to that stage yet. So it's like, right, set what those financial goals are for your business and then we can work back and look how you can achieve them. And I think that's the best thing, like, to actually write down. I printed the little workbook and I wrote down what my goal was going to be and I'm like, oh, with all those you know, charges from the business, I need to make way more. I need to sell way more. This is not enough. But yeah, that's that's been great. And that really, it helped me really clean the business. And simplify it. Simplify. That's what I normally find. Yeah, yeah. simplify. Like we can just do less, but be more effective. Exactly. That's right. Because I wanted to, my goal was to create as many courses and sell as many courses as possible. But I think it's good to focus on like one or two or three products and then. Yeah, absolutely. And keep it simple. And it, it really does then simplify your promotions and your messaging. You're just guiding people to one, maybe two, three things rather than 10, 20 different programs, courses, offers. That's right. And I think in the messaging, how do you call that? Sorry. Lesson. Yeah. So in the messaging lesson, it's good to also be clear on who you are, talking to basically who you're selling to because for example i sell 
to beginners, right? My courses are beginners. So I really got to be super clean with my messaging and telling people, if you are an intermediate or, you know, if you've been speaking French for a few years, this might not, like, this is not definitely not for you. So I think that helps a lot as well. Did you used to offer what you did to more people? Because that's what we often do. Because it's, it's a little scary when we're like, oh, I'm going to have to choose. Yeah, because I, when I was doing the one-on-one lesson, I, well, I wasn't choosing, I wasn't telling, oh, you're a beginner, you book lesson with me, right? It was like everyone, every level. That made it very, very hard for me to to teach them. But also to, like, because when I was giving the one-on-one lesson, I wasn't choosing who I was going to teach the lesson to. So it really, it was hard for me to prepare the lesson because so many different levels. And also I didn't enjoy as much. So I really enjoyed going like to the roots of uh, the French learning and teaching them the basic, but I didn't really enjoy teaching them more complicated things, maybe. Yeah. And it's so good because we get to choose what we want to focus on. And it's actually having that courage in a way to say, right, I'm going to kind of just, I'm going to, is it like put a fork in the ground or something? That's that. Do yeah, you know I, the expression? <laughs> I think I do, yeah. But the thing is also you think that you would think that, oh, if I only focus, for example, on beginners or a certain audience, what about all the other audience? Like, but it doesn't help if it's not super clear who you're talking to. So it actually helps to just simplify it and just one person, basically. I love that. Awesome. Okay, so then... The promotions. I know that there was something quite simple that resonated with you when it came to how to sell. Would you like to share what that is? Yeah. So basically, if you don't talk about your offer, you're not going to sell your offer at all. And that's really <laughs> that's really what helped me in the collective, actually. It's really learning that you've got to market your product, basically, because I think we forget it as business owner and we just like online business owner and then you put the course in you know on your your product the course or product anything on your website and you just expect people to come and find you i know right Uh, it's like it's there it's the world can come and buy it (laughs) exactly but if you don't tell them if you don't promote it actively promote it then people aren't gonna buy it because you know they they need to be you need to make the offer for people to buy so that's really been uh, it's simple but like it didn't come, you know, easily. I needed you basically to tell me, sell your offer, like promote your offer to actually promote my offers. <laughs> yeah, but it's so true because there's there's so many different things that we can do in business and so many different like tasks and projects and, and distractions as well. And at the end of the day, it's like a business is just about selling what we have and how are we doing that every day consistently reminding people hey this is how i can help you it's awesome come and learn more come and buy it ask if you you know it's just coming back to that and finding a finding a really strong way to do it that resonates with your audience too i feel like doing it in a way like you teach in the market, in the collective to just like in a very like feminine Mm. Talk to me about that. What does that look like for you? So really it's this feminine way of selling to me is like a non-pushy, non-salesy way of selling. So it's really like presenting people with your offer and your offer is a solution to their problem. Seen like that, you're not 
selling hard, like you're not pushing them to sell. You're just like, oh, you have this problem? Cool, I've got a solution for you. So um, that's what attracted me to your online course, the, the collective, because it was just, I love the way you were selling. Just, you know, easy, feminine, um, non-sales. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. And it's just really that invitation it's like, hey, like if, you know, if you're ready, when you're ready, this is how I can help you. Uh, yeah. It, and it just feels good for everyone. Yeah. It's like your, I don't know, a waiter with your, you know, um, <laughs> yes. you know, like, I don't the know. The menu? A, a, the, no, like a, a glass of champagne, for example. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you're Sorry, like. Sorry, hey. way more exciting than a menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just champagne straight away. But you know what I mean? Like you're at a party and then you've got, you know, a waiter coming and like, hey, do you want some champagne? Well, you're not going to get annoyed by it. You're going to be like, yeah, give it to me. Yeah, um, I am thirsty. You can help me out. Yeah. And then if he comes back and you're not and you say, no, thank you. I think that's a good way of seeing the non-salesy selling. And do you want to give a couple of examples, Matilde, of how you actually do invite people to buy from you? Yeah, so... Every single person that signed up to my email list on the thank you page, when I say your you know, freebie is in your inbox, I offer them one of my mini courses. So instead of paying $97 for that, that course, they only pay $27. And it works wonder. It's like it's selling like hotcakes. So that's one thing. That's just first thing I ask them. And some people just buy straight away. Other thing is I have... At the bottom of my emails, I have a weekly newsletter to let them know there's a new podcast episode, etc. I also tell them, here are my courses if you want to learn more. So I've got the French pronunciation course and I also have a French number um, mini course. And I can see people clicking on the link. So that's working. So more eyeball on my sales page. And then every, I would say every, not every month, but every two months, I promote something. So I might just email all my list and tell them, here's an offer, you can buy the course with, you know, a 20% discount. You know, you can have this for free if you join now. So just, yeah, asking asking people to join my programs. Absolutely. And instead of, because what, what the opposite of that can look like is people join our email list and we never actually, after that, say, like in every email, oh, by the way, this is how you can buy from me. And slash not actually doing promotions to our email list, explicitly saying, right now maybe there's a special offer because we can we can kind of just assume oh everyone on my email list knows what they can buy or they they would have bought if they were interested but just being consistent with it and continuing to invite that's right and some people don't know and and some people are also just waiting for offers or for a reason to join now so it doesn't have to be discount but um you know even something else that they can get for free or or just to tell them hey it's open come and come and join just even not even doing anything just telling them hey come and join my course if you're if you're struggling with this so yeah it's just about asking them i think so one other thing was also around the community side of things for you to to feel part of a community do you want to talk about I guess what it felt like when when you didn't really feel as though you had a community around you, because I remember those feelings as well. And I'm sure some listeners might be there right now or might be able to resonate. Yeah. So, well, there's probably a lot of business owners that can, you know, feel that as well. It's very lonely to be running your own business. And for, well, a good year, right? Um, a long time. Um, when I was starting the business, I 
didn't have any community. If I had a question, who am I asking? No one. <laughs> so not my husband. Um, <laughs> he's sick of hearing me talking about the business. Um, so it, it was really like something that was missing. And when I found the collective, it was just amazing seeing all these women, someone ask a question on the group and then like, I don't know, there's going to be a few answers. And I'm like, oh, it's just people are supporting each other. And that's like women supporting each other is amazing and you don't feel like silly to ask a question that's one thing as well and um not even just about question right but about for example when we we're all together doing a co-working session that's just i love it i love working with other person at the same time like that are working on the business so yeah it was just like-minded women so that's just that's a really good part of the collective i think that's the it's not the best part but that's that's a really really amazing part yeah i i remember just being alone and the same thing it's like who the hell can I just go to with with these questions or for some feedback and and really wanting to have that community around me of other people that just get it because often when we have friends that don't run their own business it's it's just not quite the same and it's just different conversations versus someone perhaps that has their own business which I just love and obsess with yeah. that's right and also I feel like as business owner I mean, personally, I love, I love talking about my business. I just oh, love gosh, yeah. talking about business. <laughs> not, not just my business, but hearing other people's business. And I just love it. It's just a, a, not a hobby, right? But that's a passion to talk about it. And yeah, being able to do it is just amazing. So thank you for creating the collective and, you know, allowing me and all these other women to do the same. Yeah. Oh, but dude. Well, it just inspires me because I get to see you do amazing things like ridiculous yeah, ridiculous 200 students a million downloads uh amazing almost so, almost <laughs> almost sorry uh 199 <laughs> students and like nine 900 <laughs> anyway um <laughs> so why do you love what you do Matilde why do you love teaching beginners French that's such a great question to be honest I just and I hope that doesn't sound like selfish but I just love seeing the impact that it has on students and even non-students, to be honest, because I get messages pretty much every day from podcast listeners, right? And and also students, like not every day from students, but, you know, telling me that what I'm doing is really helpful to them, that they revive their love for French. All those nice messages that I get, it just, it just warms my heart, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just a bit, yeah, I just love seeing that, seeing that, the little things that I do brings them a bit of joy. French can be a difficult language to learn and some people just give up after a few months because it is it is difficult, right? I make it as simple as possible, but that's difficult. And just seeing that they're so happy that they find something that is fun, easy, and um, just seeing the messages, it's just really, I love it, to be honest. And connecting with like my students, you know, just, I love it, I love it. <laughs> fulfilling right yeah yeah oh and also like teaching my native language because you know English is not my native language it just brings me a bit closer to France to be honest um like I'm in Australia and obviously with uh the lockdown we haven't been able to travel for eh, since since corona started right and I just feel like you know teaching my language really helps me connect a bit more with France in a way it sounds a bit weird, but... <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. That's so special. I can imagine it. It really would. It's like this is your, yeah, your culture. 
Yeah, and that's to right. be able to that's spend right. some of your day sharing it with other people is just so special. Yeah, that's such a nice thing to do. What would be some advice to other people that perhaps were where you were at last year, six months ago? What 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 would you like? What would be kind of your key advice to give to them if they're like, right, Matilda, I've got a podcast, and I want to grow it. I've got an online course that I'm looking to grow. What what would you give as advice to to people? First thing would be to actually find a community, a mentor, someone to actually help you with your business because you don't know what you don't know and it saves you a lot of time, right? Second, if you have a podcast and you really want to grow the podcast, I like recommend always having in mind who you're teaching to or what are you teaching. The best, I think, is to give them quick wins, to give listeners quick wins and they're like, oh, that's, you know, and that keeps them wanting more. And then also having a little opt-in or anything that they could sign up to and then be on your email list. Because once they're on your email list, you can, as we talked about earlier, promote your offer and, you know, ask them to buy a solution to their problem, basically. So really having some kind of opt-in I like to have one in each episode. It's the same each time, right? It's a it's a library of exercises and cheat sheet. So um, how do you say cheat sheet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> having some kind of opt-in in each episode, I think helps growing your list and then promoting your offers yeah, and selling more basically. Yes. So good, Mathilde. What are you working on now? What's next for you? What are you, what are you like? Right. This is the next thing that you're working on in your business. Yeah. So I'm, I have, um, French pronunciation course and um, I've well I've sold as you know a few of that course so I've really um, so I know that I know that I know that it works I know that people like it students love it I actually love teaching that as well right I love promoting this offer and I think the next step is to scale it <laughs> so have more eyeball on this offer so I'm starting, I've just started last week and there's an amazing, um, actually there's two amazing um, masterclass in your program, in the collective um, on Facebook ads. So um, yeah, I've just started sending people to my webinar through Facebook ads and uh, to, yeah, to grow, to scale. So now it works, it's, you know, it's working organically and I hope it's going to work also with, um, with ads. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to then be like looking at all the data from the ads too and be like, oh, this image worked better or this this um, copy worked better and and just t- testing and, and growing. So ooh, I'm excited. Going back almost to the start of this episode around what is that that vision for you? What's the end goal as you can see it? Because the end goal will probably always change because we're like, oh, well, I've done that now. So what's next? But what it, what does that look like for you in terms of what you'd love to love to get to? Yeah, so I think at at some stage, I would like to have enough courses to have a membership, like only one membership with those little courses and only promote one, like just that one membership. So in five years time, I hope I have, you know, a membership with a French pronunciation course, a French conjugation course, a French you know, grammar course, all of those little things, but all together and to make it as simple as possible and also yeah, so basically to bring revenue from that one, you know, consistent revenue, more consistent revenue from that one program. But, you know, and keep doing the podcast because I, I really enjoy it. 
so the basically the go-to online uh, French French program for beginners French. Yeah, that's right. So basically, having one program that is like the one you need to go to if you want to learn French easily and you know in a fun way. So that's that's the goal. <gasps> I can see it, and I'm so excited. And you're so already on your way there, Mathilde. So I uh, I'm just excited for you. I love working with you, seeing you grow, and I can't wait to get you back once uh, you've you've got the membership, perhaps. But just congratulations on everything that you've achieved. Thank you also for being so open and sharing what that's looked like along the way and some of your biggest learnings and for just speaking so lovely about the Modern Marketing Collective. I just appreciate (laughs) that. That's really, really kind. It's a great program. So I really encourage people to, you know, join. It's it's amazing. So it's been helping me a lot. So I know it will help so many other people. (laughs) Thank you. And where can everyone go to find you, Mathilde? So you can go and listen to my podcast if you just, you know, type French Made Easy on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll, you know, you'll find me and my little lessons. And then you can go on uh, matilkin.com and just um, learn more. (laughs) Awesome. And we'll have the links under this so you can go ahead and click away. Well, thank you so much, Mathilde, and I can't wait to speak with you soon. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Bye. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. How to fill your audience with the right people, people who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services, or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.